With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. Welcome back. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you give us breath for our lungs and you breathe spiritual life into us as well, just like you breathed life into Adam and just as Jesus breathed uh, the Holy Spirit into his disciples. Lord, you, you breathe spiritual life into our hearts. We go from being dead to being fully alive. Lord, uh, we've been separated from you by our sin and our pride and you have have paid the price and you've washed that away for all of those who have turned to you in repentance and put their trust in your son Jesus. And we thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for the breath that you give us. We thank you for the words that you've breathed out in your word. Give us ears to hear and give us hearts and minds to understand what your spirit is saying to the churches today. And we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. I'm excited to be back with you today. I had a great day at church today. Um, the pastor at the church that I'm a part of uh, just gave a fantastic message about how God, he, he, he's playing the long game. God, uh, God is playing the long game and, and, and he's talking about how God works out his purposes over long periods of time. And so sometimes things appear to be uh, dire and desperate in the short term, but in the long term, God is working out his plans. And so he's teaching us patience and he's teaching us perseverance. And uh, there were times where babies were born in, in dark, dark times. And, and a baby really can't do anything about dark times. And that spoke to God playing the long game. That baby would grow up and become a Moses. That baby would grow up and become a King David. That baby would grow up and become a Jesus <coughs> who would then redeem the whole world. And so we worship a God who plays the long game and uh, he's developing pers uh, perseverance in us. Well, Hey, I've been continuing to read in this book uh, called The American Covenant, The Untold Story, and, and I want to share with you the principles that God gives us in his word and the history, which is his story about how he uh, used men and women like you and like me to give birth to a nation that has brought about the greatest liberty in the history of the world and the, the, the full flower of Christian principles uh, season after season in the existence of our nation. And today's day four of the American Campfire Revival. You know, we look at our nation and, and, and we wonder, how did we get into this place? How did we get to the place where we're so concerned about our kids' education? We're so concerned about the economy. We're concerned about, about the political landscape. We're concerned about the, the moral decline in our country. And we wonder, is there really any chance of, of restoring America to her godly roots? Well, some people think the roots of America were not godly at all. We have TV shows and, and educational curriculums that want to just completely twist and pervert the true history of this godly nation. 
people will, will want to talk about how uh, America was really nothing but a collection of deists and rich people and uh, prison convicts and religious outcasts and adventurers and opportunists who simply came over, stole land from other people, uh, used, uh, uh, you know, slaves to clear forests purely for their own gain and then just stumbled across the natural resources of the land. And that is how America became great. Well, that's not true. Not true at all. In fact, the true story, uh, his story, of America's beginnings is a great priceless legacy and a heritage that we need to pass on to our kids if we ever hope to see the restoration and the reforming, the rebirth and the refounding of this nation on its priceless principles that were bought with the blood of Jesus and uh, reaffirmed by the blood of the, the martyrs and the blood of those uh, brave patriots who fought for these principles and these freedoms that you and I now enjoy. Well, one of the questions that comes up is, uh, do we really need to talk about history in order to uh, bring America back to its, its, its godly glory? And the answer is absolutely yes. Now, I wasn't a big fan of history when I was growing up. It was about a bunch of dead people and dates, and, and, and that's not the way God tells history. In fact, God says it's absolutely necessary in order for us to have a new birth of freedom and blessing in the nation, to go back and remember how we lost it in the first place. In fact, the book of Deuteronomy talks about this. Uh, you, we read in the Old Testament about how the people of Israel had been in bondage for 400 years in Egypt, and they were now moving into the promised land, but they were complaining and they were whining, and this new generation had completely forgotten that God had already delivered them out of bondage, was bringing them into the promised land, so they had to be reminded because they had forgotten. And then once they got in there, the next generation forgot what God had done for them. Uh, li li listen to this. <clears throat> and there arose another generation after them, which did not know the Lord, nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. They, they were not taught. They were taught, taught a false history or just or that history wasn't important at all, and as a result, they fell away, they started worshiping false gods, idolatry crept in, and godlessness just, just took over the land. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? Uh, I think so. And I think the principle holds today. We see in the New Testament, in the, in the book of Acts, and, and uh, the, the, the epistles, we see that the people of Israel were told to remember what God had done for them. Remember how you have fallen away and forgotten your covenant with God. And that's why you don't have his blessings. Jesus even said that in the book of Revelation. He said, uh, you need to um, remember where you've fallen from and then repent and go back to the things that you did at first. So here's... Here's my opinion. I think that America today has forgotten what God has done for our nation. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian Healthcare Ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers 
looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your healthcare the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's healthcare. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Now, some of you may be saying, I, I, I haven't forgotten. I know what God has done for me. And you could share your testimony. And I hope that you do, because I remember my BC days, my before Christ days. And, and you probably have a story of life before faith in Jesus and then life after. And you remember how God picked you up, how God took you out of darkness and brought you into light personally. Amen. But have you forgotten what God has done for America? When is the last time you and I, I'm speaking to myself here as well, thanked God for delivering us out of 2,500 years of totalitarian domination by the idea of the divine right of kings. You heard that phrase? The idea where kings would be in bed with the church and they had this pagan idea that the king could control the church and use the church to manipulate the, per the, the people for the king's purposes and agendas. That has happened for 2,500 years, ever since the, the days of Samuel and the kings. And if the people were ever going to restore the Hebrew Republic, where the people were the ones who, were, who had the authority, and they would be able to elect their own representatives to govern large groups of people. Does this sound familiar? This is the form of government that we have in America. We have a representative republic with God's word and his law ultimately informing and, and uh, inspiring and empowering people to govern themselves. And then we elect representatives that represent our, our communities and our states and then ultimately the nation. We don't have a king. We've been delivered from that pagan way of, of totalitarian domination of kings. And God's brought us out of the darkness of that into the light of the liberty of the American covenant. And we've shown as a light, as a shining city on a hill to nations for many, many years. And we've, that, that, that light has dimmed when we've strayed from God's promises. And then we've brought, brought back the, 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 the shining light as we've repented and remembered what God did for us. So one of the things I want us to do on day four is, is thank God and repent for forgetting what he has done for America, not just for you and I personally, but what he has done to bring our nation into being, into creating a, a very unique nation built on his principles 
and and developed into the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. I'm not saying those two documents are on par with Holy Scripture. They are not. But they were informed by the Scriptures and they're Christian documents not uh, informed by uh, some atheistic enlightenment or by deists who didn't know the Lord. They were informed by biblical Christian principles, which has led to all of our liberty. We've forgotten that. I want to read something from a lady named Verna Hall who devoted her life to the the Christian heritage of our nation. She said this, she said, America from the days of creation has been for God's glory. And that's true. If we ever exist for any other purpose, we've, we've blown it. We exist as a nation for God's glory. So does every nation. And for his people. And if... His people will be willing to learn what he has done for them in the past days. If you and I are willing to learn what God did for us, not just for Israel and, 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 and Moses and things in history books uh, of, of ancient days, but what he's done for us in this country, and he has done things, and ask God's forgiveness for forgetting what he has done, to bring America into being, then God will deal with her enemies within and without. I think that's a wise saying, worthy of considering, that if we're willing to remember what God has done for us and repent of forgetting what he has done, look where we live, the, 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 the land of the free, the home of the brave. By the way, the land of the free begins in the homes of the brave. And, and you're one of those homes because God's not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and a healthy, sound mind. And so let's pray tonight and ask God to forgive us of forgetting what he's done for this nation and turn our hearts fully back to him so that we can see a rebirth and a refounding of our nation, beginning in the heart and in the home and working its way out all the way to the top. Dear God, we are guilty of forgetting the blessings that you've given us. We are guilty, not only personally of straying away, but as a nation straying away from the, the sacred covenant that our forefathers made with you. They weren't of a particular denomination or a particular nationality or a particular theology. Although those things are important, these were simply men and women who recognized that you are sovereign and that you, you raise up kings and you, 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 you take them down and you raise up nations and you tear them down. And that what they promised was that they would be a nation that existed for the purpose of your glory. Father, we, f we, we ask your forgiveness for forgetting that. Help us to remember. Remind us of the forgotten stories, of the priceless and timeless principles that, that gave us the freedom that we're enjoying today. And help us turn back to those ways so that we can honor you again. We ask this for our children, for our grandchildren, and we, we ask this for the honor and glory of your great name. Amen. Well, I love this. How about you? I love being up by a campfire. I love being patriotic. I love 
not giving into this idea that America is somehow a bad nation. It is the opposite. The opposite is true. America, for, for how she was founded, for her stated purpose, according to our forefathers, the pilgrims, and the principles that were uh, embedded in our freedom documents, <clears throat> this is a nation that exists not only uh, for us to exist, the idea of uh, unprecedented opportunity for uh, personal health and economic opportunity and political freedom, but it's an opportunity for the gospel to go out to the entire world. Um, and I believe that if we commit to that again, that God will deal with our enemies, both outside this country and inside this country, and, and we have both. So let's start with the enemy in our own heart and ask God to use us to then bring about health and healing in our society. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.